0: This is the Fantasy Football Unlimited Podcast with your host, Kevin Murray. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Unlimited Podcast. As you may know, I love to share fantasy football resources. And on that note, on this episode, I want to help spread the word about in-between media. This brand has taken off and for good reason. The founder and editor-in-chief, Seth Wolcock has truly created something special at IBT. He's assembled an incredible team of content creators that are dedicated to IBT's mission to combine feel-good lifestyle advice with fantasy sports and sports betting analysis that helps people win championships and cash and enjoy the in-between on their journeys from A to B in life. IBT's vision is to inspire a more optimistic and accepting culture that gets the most out of both life and fantasy sports. This vision is, is come to life with their incredible content. IBT focuses on fantasy football, NASCAR, PGA DFS, sports betting. They have a YouTube channel with, with outstanding video content and live streams. IBT has a podcast. They provide entertainment and lifestyle articles. And, and they have a newsletter as well. On this episode of the Fantasy Football Unlimited podcast, I sit down with IBT's innovative leader, Seth Wilcock. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy every ounce of it. Now, there were some technical glitches with some of the audio and video, but don't let that get in the way of you finding some inspiration from Seth and discovering the incredible resources that can be found at in-betweenmedia.com. Let's dive in. Thrilled to have you here, Seth.
1: Kevin, absolute pleasure being here with you, man. Uh, huge fan of the podcast. One of the very few that my phone memory actually can, can, can store and uh, I'm subscribed to. So I appreciate being here, man. Big fan of the show. Well,
0: hey, you know, it's it's always a pleasure to to connect with you. We've, we've shared some good times together uh, and looking forward to, to more in the future. But uh, de- definitely happy to have you here. Let's dive into some, some IBT and learn more about what you guys are doing over there. Uh, but first with you, when did you first discover your love for sports. What was it like you know, as a kid, football, sports, all that kind of stuff?
1: Man, it was early, like 2004, Big Ben's first year in Pittsburgh. I was lucky enough. I I got to see a second start ever at Heinz Field. And man, it, it's really ever been it, since then, you know, kind of just been captivated by everything that is the National Football League, man. I mean, it really is the greatest league on earth between the NFL draft and preseason all the way through it. And and of course, the Super Bowl at the end, man, it's always been a part of my life. There's some other sports that have been really impactful in my life as well. But I I tend to think that the sports world is a much friendlier place sometimes than, you know, the politics world that that you have to get into. So I love staying in that lane and uh, also love connecting it back to, to real life as well.
0: Well, hey, those, you know, those Steelers, they broke my heart. Uh, back in was it 2005, I believe, when yes. they, when they uh when Big Ben kind of they you know those refs, it was the refs. As long as you're happy with it, it's it's fine with me. I've uh, I've moved on. Well, kind of. <laughs> so when yeah. when did you first uh, when did you first discover uh, fantasy football?
1: Yeah, so that was 2010. Uh, my brother he had been playing with some friends, and we got in a random league with a bunch of people on ESPN. And that was Michael Vick's first year with the Eagles that that he took off. I guess it was maybe second year with the Eagles, but first year as a starter. Um, but super cool to kind of kind of get into it at that time. And that was such a different time than it is now with all the superstars being running backs, quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, the game has evolved so much since then.
0: Do you have like a favorite home league that you have, a longstanding league that you have? Any favorite memories from from the fantasy home league experience for you?
1: yeah man uh so we have this league called the keg kane's extraordinary gentlemen kane is our, our small town that we're from and it was basically a combination of my brother's league with his friends who were a couple years older than me and my friends and we combined that back in 2016 and those first two years a lot of us were in college together and there were some extraordinary fights in this league uh, I call them the veto wars of 2016 and 2017 like <laughs> friendships were almost lost names were called it was so much fun looking back at it like w- we just didn't know how to use a veto properly as a league and it just tore tore people apart but it was all good fun man and um that league continues to be what drives me every single year still have not won it to this day
0: <laughs> it, so the league survived that's that's a, that's a big thing you know obviously a, T, a league yeah. that can kind of get through some battles like that obviously come out on the other end stronger uh is uh is, is impressive because not they don't always they don't always survive yeah,
1: and, and you know i i think it's like at the end of the day we all realize like hey we're doing this because we care about each other and like we're trying to stay connected and have fun um But but yeah, I think every league kind of needs to go through that in a way. I think it kind of makes you stronger a little bit because everyone remembers like, holy shit, that was nuts a couple of years ago. And now it's like tame compared to what it was, you know.
0: That's great. That's great. So when did you first start creating fantasy football content?
1: Yeah, so that was in 2018. I was uh, the editor in chief of the student newspaper at IUP, uh, The Pen. And we kind of just needed content, man. We had a sports section. D2 sports only goes so deep, you know, so uh, I'd always loved Matthew Barry's content, man, like his book, his column, like really got me through some tough times in life and and really inspired me. So I decided I wanted to start a column. And at that point, we were also experimenting with podcasting at the pen. We had gone from a print publication to an all digital media company, so invested in some podcast equipment from them. And then those guys in that league that I was telling you about that, you know, was tore us apart in 2016, 2017, 2018. We started a podcast together called Bottom Line Fantasy, came out under the newspaper's brand and everything still. Uh, But that was kind of the first taste of it there was in 2018. That's
0: awesome. So uh, tell me about the history of IBT, where it came from, what inspired it?
1: Yeah, man. So it was after that 2018 year, it was the summer of 19. And I was just about to graduate from college, I had one semester left. And I was kind of just in this really in between place. Um, I feel like a lot of times highly motivated people, they're always trying to get from A to B, which is great. It's great to be driven. It's great to be motivated in life. Um, But sometimes you can miss out on things because you're too busy trying to get there. Um, so it's always about, you know, remembering to enjoy the in-between and enjoy those good moments of life. And I, I feel like fantasy football is kind of that same way. You know, we all want to win a championship at the end of the day. Um, we all want to go from drafting our team to, to holding that trophy at the end of the year. However, we got to remember to enjoy week one, week two and, and enjoy the entire process and, and what comes with it, too. So that was kind of the idea uh, for in-between media um, graduated college that year. I, I, I started doing the podcast and everything still under the pen, um, but kind of under this IBT brand, um, subdivision, if you would, and then graduated. And I was working for, uh, dynasty football factory at that time, kind of found my into the industry a little bit and eventually was like, Oh, I, they were great people. They are such motivated group over there. And I'm really thankful to, to kind of have got in with them and um, really kind of opened me up. I didn't realize there was this whole Twitter community uh, for fantasy football and every, you know, all the goodness that comes with it. Um, So then right after that, it was right about the pandemic time. I got furloughed from my first full-time job. Finally, Kevin, for the first time in like years, I had some time on my hands. I was like, what am I going to do with this time? And a couple couple days later, I filed for the name license, a business bank account, and kind of just got to work on it. Um, made a website, made a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and and kind of built it all all by scratch. Um, but but met some really good people along the way that that really helped with it and got us where we are today.
0: Well, it's grown so much, and obviously, there's you know, there's so many you have so many great contributors. Uh, talk to me about the lineup you have, like the content that's coming out. What's IBT doing these days? Yeah, so IBT, we we pretty
1: much focus on fantasy football and NFL betting, NASCAR and NASCAR betting, and uh, in the PGA world as well a little bit. So we kind of focus on, on those sports and also uh, some lifestyle content. So you can always expect some general lifestyle and entertainment content coming out at our site. Um, and then right now we have about eight or nine pieces a week of written content coming out. Um, and then two live streams a week and man, Kevin, these people put in their time. Like like we have some great contributors over there. People who are really like family to me. Um, Scott Rainier, he's my podcast co-host. He's excellent at what he does. I know, I know, you know, Scott as well. He's a Seattle guy.
0: Yeah, I know. You know, we just shared a, a fun trip together out to, out to the fantasy football expo. So we'll get to that in, in, in a moment. But yeah, incredible people. You got you got Sven, right? You got Sven uh, doing some work in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we have Cooking with Sven. That's our cooking show over on the YouTube. Sven does an awesome job. Um, we got Hoove, who's a dynamic guy in this industry. He's in the back end doing a lot of things. And, and one of the most proud things that, that I have at IBT is a group of people that I've actually worked with back from that original newspaper. Our audio producer, Kyle Scott. He's my right-hand man. He does a lot of the back-end work um, for the live streams and the podcast. I've known him for six or seven years. My girlfriend, Katie's our managing editor on the website end. And uh, Elliot Hicks, he's our main NASCAR guy. And I've known him since college as well. So we have so many great characters here, man. And like I think everyone who is a player at IBT really just fits the brand. They're not afraid to be themselves you know, we might drop some cuss words, we we might have a few alcoholic beverages in the evening hours. Um, but but we do it with with, with fun and just being ourselves, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's an incredible team. And again, with Sven, I mean I I, I first met him in in Texas at the at Sports yeah. con So we go back several years. The Fantasy Football Expo has been a great way to connect. Uh, obviously it's where I've met you. Um let's talk about the expo. What has that what has the expo meant to you, the IBT brand? Dude, it it has been a game changer. It is a game changer and a field leveler
1: for someone I feel like my age, someone um, just with my resources, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to break into this industry, um, whether you have an education and a background in it or not. And the Fancy Football Expo just brings so many smart people together. So many powerful conversations happen there. And it's been so great to, especially coming out of COVID, man, I I had worked with people for years at this point and had never met them in person. And, um, dude, like all, all the goodness that happens after hours as well. Like that's where I first met you in a smoky little downtown bar named George's met you and Sven both there. And it's like those memories, like I'll never forget them. You know?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Let's talk about draft night out. Tell me about that, that enterprise that you've taken on, uh, what what that experience was like this year uh, and where it's going in the future.
1: Yeah, man. So Draft Night Out is our live draft party event. And very thankful to have met uh, a group of, of great gentlemen, John Chapman and Dale Demont, a couple of years ago. And they were running this event. And it, it always had been about bringing people together to do what we love to do, play fantasy football. And draft night out w- was always that. And, um, Dale had another kid recently and family is continuing to grow and just couldn't put the time and, and the investment in, um, th- that comes with running an event like this. And so IBT ended up taking it under our umbrella and man, it, it was a lot of work coming into this first year, Kevin, uh, a, a lot of planning and a little time, a lot to do. Um, we we brought about 140 plus draft draftees together uh dozens other people coming in enjoying the atmosphere the music the, the food the just the good vibes of draft night out man we had giveaways and to, to have a, an event like that and have so many people happy uh just together man it was it, it it's almost under overwhelming and i can't explain it fully
0: yeah, no, it's 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 special. The whole thing is special. So again, we're talking about the the fantasy football expo. It takes place in August each summer, uh, put on by Bob Lung. It's it's an incredible yes. event. Now it's turned to three days. Now it's it's kind of like four days. People are arriving on Thursdays, but every day there's something special. Obviously, the 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 expo, um, it, it's a great place to come. Whether it's you know content creators or fans of the game of fantasy football, so many different experts and analysts there. Uh, it's incredible. And again, those after hours are are uh, are definitely the best, right? You know, you're talking about karaoke and and all that. I mean, it's just so many great memories. I, I remember, you know, one of my favorite things this last time was just hanging out with you guys and and talking Taylor Swift. I mean, it was it was it was good. It was fun. It was those are the kind of things we'll remember years from now. And and uh, I've I've enjoyed every second of it the last few years, and and looking forward to the next year already.
1: We're very lucky, man. We're a very lucky community that Bob Lung and his entire family come together to put that on. And so many other companies now are getting involved. There are so many other events like Draft Night Out and and all the other things that you can do throughout the weekend. And like you said, man, just having those conversations with people. And a lot of times it's not even about fantasy football that's like the coolest thing and and it's just a humanizing event you know especially in a world where we're can you know constantly competing against each other
0: yeah no for sure it's great it's great hey let's dive into some rapid fire questions i'll reel off reel off a question you just let me know what what comes to mind all right so would you rather attend a penn state bowl game or or a taylor swift era's tour concert (laughs)
1: I can always go to another Penn State Bowl game. Sign me up for the Taylor <laughs> Swift concert for sure. That That is life-changing <laughs> event right there.
0: <laughs> right on, right on. I love it. Uh, what's your favorite or most unforgettable last place punishment that you've ever seen or or done? But more likely, you've probably seen something you've seen.
1: Yeah, so there was one th- that I heard back in the day uh, from another group of friends on campus that you had to streak through campus if you lost. Mm-hmm. And... We talked about it. We debated the role back and forth. And, and, and we basically came to the conclusion in our league, we want to do a last place punishment that no one gets arrested for. So our ours is to buy a keg now. It, the league is called the keg. If you lose, you buy a keg. So, um, however, that has turned to more cases of beer and, and just in coolers as we've aged. Because drinking a keg with 12 people in, in, in an evening is quite quite the experience, Kevin.
0: that's good that's good uh what what makes a great live fantasy football draft in your opinion
1: the vibes have to be immaculate however you can get that like know your audience um i like a little bit of music that that is debatable people not everyone likes music going on um but food drinks and just a a big draft board man like like do it the right way i i for so long i had to fight with people about like do we just do it online and all come together still or have the draft board but when you get the draft board it is just amazing dude like to see it all it just it makes it feel so much more legit
0: well and that's part of the, the cool thing about draft night out is just to see a, room, a sea of, of people all doing their thing you know tent was it i don't know is it 10 or 12 man leagues or these these days at draft night out but whatever it is, I mean, it's just so fun, right? You all these draft boards, everyone doing it that way. Um, I, I love that draft night out experience. So I, and I look forward to to doing it next year for sure. What's been the most difficult challenge thus far that you've experienced in the industry with with IBT?
1: I would say finding that balance, man. Finding that balance is always a really hard thing. Um, when I first started doing this, I was also working in higher education media full-time. Um, th- that has since shifted working in, in the space mostly full time now. Um, But always finding that balance, you know, how much do I keep pushing um, when I also need to be out there playing fantasy football, I need to be strategizing my own teams when I also need to be spending time with my family and my friends, like finding that balance, I think has been one of the most difficult things. Um, But I feel like over the years, like I finally have gotten as close as I can with it. Um, Still, my life gets to revolve around it, which I'm lucky. I am very lucky that I can I can think about it all the time, but still having those times where I can't step away from it, um, that is always
0: the hardest thing. It's good, good answer. Uh, whose content did you consume most prior to starting your career in fantasy? Definitely ESPN man.
1: Uh, the 0610, uh, 06010, uh Matthew Barry Field Yates Stefania and the gang. Um, they were always awesome. The footballers that was probably like before i got i got into it those were the the, the big hooks for me
0: i love it uh, name a person in the industry that you would love to watch a game just to see their or watch a game with just to get their insight and perspective on it
1: 100% hands down uh another state scholar from Pennsylvania Mike Clay i i am very much an analytics guy mike clay is very much an analytics guy but i want to see how he wraps his brain around the game as it's happening and kind of formulates it back in the analytics from the eye test so i think mike clay dude's got a huge brain and i just kind of want to see it in action
0: no no, that's a great answer too that'd be fun to go to a nascar event with mike clay
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, I know he's a little bit of an eye racer. So uh, hopefully one day uh, I'm thinking about getting a rig myself and uh, hopefully I find Mike Clay out there on the streets.
0: I love it. Uh, name three people who had a massive impact on you during your journey in the industry.
1: Yeah, got to shout out to GOAT, TMR, Matthew Berry. Um, What he's been able to do and just bring fantasy football to the masses cannot be understated. He continues to push and push and, and push the boundaries more for the fantasy football industry. And such a humble human being interacts with everyone. And what he was able to do and, and his style of writing is really what brought there would be no like, let's be straight. There would be no in between media if there wasn't a Matthew Barry. Um, so big thank you to him for everything he's done um scott fish has been a a really great uh friend and a great resource for me um getting into draft night out he's someone who has experience running a lot of leagues he's given me some great advice with that and even a couple years ago when i was just getting into the space i just launched in between media um got into my first scott fishbowl scott fishbowl 10 at that point and Scott sent a really nice message to me and, um, about a column I had written about the Scott Fishbowl. So really appreciate Scott and his, uh, his expertise and his friendship. And then, uh, the, the guys over at front yard fantasy, I know I'm cheating a little bit, but what those guys have been able to do, just making their own thing and finding their lane. And, uh, they've always shared advice with me, but I think more than anything, they showed me about being who you are on camera and just being that person 100% of the time. So um, really appreciate them as well.
0: Yeah, great people all the way up and down that list for sure. Now, do you have any advice for people that are aspiring to get more involved in the fantasy space?
1: I would say just be you. Everyone's like, everyone is out here. We're all competing for clicks. We're all competing for subscribers. Um, but it's a lot easier w- when you're yourself. You know, when you're not anyone else other than you, That's, I think, when you're going to have the most success. And it's also when it's going to be the most fun. Um, We don't need 100 other shows out here that are buttoned up people. We need 100 other shows that are of good human beings and are of real people. Like, like, that's what I love. I I love real people in this space. So just be you and uh, love it, too. I I think just love it, man. Like, you can really tell pretty quickly out here who loves it and who doesn't. Um, And you can
0: get burned out really quick if you don't love it. So just love it and be yourself. Great advice, absolutely great advice. Now, what are your thoughts and impressions on what's going on so far in 2023? Are there big, huge surprises for you? What's what are your thoughts as we uh, we've we've got three weeks down already? Man, I I was
1: devastated Monday night uh, football opening opening week. The Frisky Jets lost old Aaron Rodgers. I uh. I I've, I've become a Jets fan the last couple of years. I, I just love what they're building over there. And to see them lose Aaron Rodgers after everything he put in this offseason, it was devastating. It was devastating. My fantasy teams, a lot of Garrett Wilson, a lot of Brees Hall going on for the second year in a row. So that was probably the most surprising. And just to just, just see, there's always injuries, right, Kevin? But I feel like the last two or three years, it has been off the charts these first couple of weeks, what we're seeing. And um, so, so I think that's kind of been the most shocking, just the Jets and, and just the injuries piling up yet w- once again, and it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, no it's it's been it's been crazy. You know, obviously before the the show, we talked a little bit about some of our uh, our agony uh, thus far in our in our home leagues and whatnot. Uh, it's been it's been crazy. You know, obviously you know like the, what just happened with Miami the other day. I mean, seventy, 70 points, points, right? Yeah, it, incredible. It is, I mean, the the production from A-Chain and most I mean, it was just insane.
1: It, we're we're looking at one of those seasons, man. That is going to be historical looking back like almost reminds me of the covid season some of the anomalies we're seeing right now on both sides of the ball
0: oh for sure what can we expect from ibt the rest of this season uh and in the years ahead
1: yeah absolutely man you guys can expect consistency you know we're gonna be there um we release our content on a schedule it's gonna be there when it's scheduled to be out you can expect consistency and you can expect just real human beings talk talking fantasy sports talking betting and just trying to to live life to the fullest man um got so much coming out for everyone and uh Just want to say that I really appreciate everyone's support in this industry, man. It has been incredible. Um, The audience we found, the IBT family, it it continues to get stronger and stronger all the time. So uh, just good vibes coming coming from us over here at
0: IBT. That's awesome, Seth. Now, it's been a pleasure having you on here. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we close things out? uh none other than kevin you're a rock star man keep
1: doing your thing um love what you're doing with fancy football unlimited kind of taking it to this unlimited version if you would really upping everything here and uh, upping the content um so really appreciate it man like every time we get to interact whether it's in person uh remotely here as it is today um i really really enjoy
0: it dude and uh you you'll be always be the commissioner to me buddy Hey, man you're my favorite so anytime we get to we get to spend some time together it's a, it's an absolute pleasure where can the viewers and listeners find you my friend yeah
1: inbetweenmedia.com that's the easiest way to support us we're also on youtube at ibt underscore media uh for myself you can find me on twitter at between underscore seth
0: ff there you go there you go thanks again for joining me seth looking forward to everything you have ahead of you thank you you too kevin Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Football Unlimited Podcast. Until next time, be sure to follow and subscribe to all of FFU's social media accounts for daily content.